welcome to Live, Laugh, Talk. I'm your host, James Graham, and I'm so excited to be here with you today. In this episode, we will begin with our topic, Living a Healthy Life. Then we'll transition to our segment, How Do We Get Here?, followed by our hobbies and special interest section, and then conclude with our sunflower message. We hope that you continue to share your thoughts with us. We appreciate all of the feedback we're getting. And please continue by doing it on Spotify. You can add a voice memo as well as comments. You can participate in our poll. You can also review us on any platform that you're on. And if you have a specific request, don't forget to email us at admin at livelaughtalk.com. Also, make sure that you follow us wherever you listen so that you're notified of new episodes when they're released. In addition, please make sure that you gain our attention by letting us know specifically what you would like for us to change or what you would like to add to future podcasts. As you know, we listen. The topic that we will begin with is entitled, Living a Healthy Life. Let's begin. Haven't you seen slogans like, Be Healthy, or Live Better? What does it mean to live a healthy life? That's going to be our discussion today because living a healthy life is essential for overall well-being and longevity. It involves making conscientious choices and adopting habits that promote physical, mental, and emotional health. We're going to discuss some key aspects to consider for leading a healthy lifestyle. The first one that we will discuss is having a balanced diet. Yes, we must eat a well-balanced diet. I'm sure you've heard the expression, you are what you eat. So if we eat junk, guess what we are? So in order to have a well-balanced diet, that would include a variety of fruits, a variety of vegetables, whole grains, lean proteins, and healthy fats. We need to avoid excessive consumption of processed foods, sugary beverages, that's my one, and high-fat snacks. Let's avoid those things. It's the beverages that get me in trouble. We want to exercise regularly. Yes, Let's incorporate regular physical activity into our daily routine. If we can get 150 minutes of moderate aerobic exercise or 75 minutes of vigorous intensity exercises per week, along with some muscle strengthening activities on two or more of those days, we will begin to feel and see the difference those endorphins will kick in and make us feel great. You know, with our summer the way it is, 
we really need to focus on hydration. We're having record numbers around the country. Temperature is getting completely out of hand. And even if we're not outside in those temperatures, many of us don't hydrate properly. Yes, we need to drink an adequate amount of water throughout the day and stay hydrated. Water is essential for many bodily functions and helps maintain overall health. You know what another aspect of leading a healthy life? It is sufficient sleep. Yes, many of us avoid this aspect, but we need to get enough sleep. Seven to nine hours. We need that restorative sleep. Many people call it beauty rest, and it truly is. It will keep our skin looking lavish. But in addition to that, it keeps our minds sharp. Our minds will be beautiful. So in order for us to function optimally, let's get the proper amount of sleep, the proper hours, at least seven, if not nine. Stress is another issue. Stress can control our bodies. It can cause ulcers, dandruff, all types of other issues that affect us physically, but it can also affect us mentally. So we have to practice stress reduction techniques, such as mindfulness or deep breathing exercises. Another thing we want to avoid is smoking. Smoking and excessive alcohol consumption are detrimental to health. They can lead to various health issues. A lot of us men avoid those checkups. And that's why we don't live as long as our female counterparts. We need to get regular checkups with our health care provider, monitor our health, and catch any potential issues early. It's not the issue, oftentimes. It's when we catch it. In addition, we want to make sure that we cultivate and maintain meaningful relationships with friends and family. We don't want to isolate ourselves. That's not good for our mental and physical health. We want to have social connections, but we want to make sure, as mentioned, that they're meaningful, not toxic. We are living in an age also where we want to take care of our mental health. We're aware of that now. Back in the day, we just avoided it and we just kept on. But now we know that our mental health aids to our overall physical health. We want to seek help when needed. Engage in activities that bring us joy. And let's manage our stress effectively. All of that leads to great mental health. What about those electronic devices we love so much? We keep our eyes focused on our screens. It's told to us that especially before bedtime, to cut down on excessive screen time. Excessive screen time can affect our sleep quality. Did you know that? Two more. COVID-19 
taught us, many of us learned in elementary school, to maintain good hygiene practices, regular hand washing. That prevents the spread of infections. Also, when we're in the sun, we've got a lot of sun outside. We talked about that earlier. We've got sunshine in some states that's over much. We want to make sure that we're protecting our skin against the sun's harmful rays. We want to use sunscreen for that. Wear protective clothing and seek shade when needed. So we have to remember that adopting a healthy lifestyle is a gradual process. We'll start small, make gradual improvements, set realistic goals, not reach out there, try to do something that's completely out of hand, because that's just going to discourage us. And we want to be consistent. If we're doing these things, if we start small, if we're realistic and we're consistent in our efforts, it will lead to long-term positive changes in our overall health and well-being. If we have any specific concerns or conditions, consult with a healthcare professional. Don't just look online because there's too many answers to one problem online. We want to make sure that we seek somebody that's gone to school as a professional and seek the help that's needed. Get the proper help. Get the personalized advice and guidance that we need. If we follow these things, we can find ourselves living a healthy life. Recently, I was driving down a major highway and noticed that I needed to merge into the right lane. So like many of you, I checked my mirror, make sure I had enough distance to merge over, and I did. I turned on my signal ahead of time, and I made a safe merger into the following lane. Little did I know, I upset the driver behind me. That driver honked his horn, then pulled into the lane beside me, drove by, rolled down his window, and threw something at my vehicle. What do we call that today? Well, we call it road rage. Now, road rage is often confused with aggressive driving, but they're not the same. You see, road rage dates back to the 1990s when the media dubbed a new term for the growing trend of extreme driving cases that seem to be flooding the country. Legislators have made it a criminal offense to express the severity of road rage. While aggressive driving, on the other hand, remains a traffic violation. Let's discuss some of the differences. You might find yourself as an aggressive driver, but you don't have road rage. See, aggressive driving could be a deliberate, unsafe driving behavior that poses a risk to property of another. 
Whereas road rage is extreme, deliberate, unsafe driving that poses an immediate and significant risk to property of another. Some common behaviors, if you're an aggressive driver, you could tailgate or speed when in heavy traffic. Those with road rage are rude or use inflammatory gestures, profanity. Those who are aggressive might cut off another driver, run a red light. Those with road rage hit, bump, sideswipe, or ram into another vehicle. Those with aggressive driving weave in and out of traffic, maybe frequently change lanes, even unnecessarily. Those with road rage, though, use their headlights or brakes to intimidate or harass other drivers. They might even force another car off the road. To be honest with you, in a seven-year period, road rage incidents caused 218 murders and 12,610 injuries. That's about 30 deaths and 1,800 injuries per year caused by road rage. Who's doing this? Well, let's look at it by gender. Guess who has the most road rage? It's our males. 15.5% of them admit to cutting off other drivers. 5.7% of them confront them. 4.3% bump around another car. That's more than double females. Yes, our males tend to yell, honk, gesture, confront. All of that is dangerous. We also have drivers between the ages of 25 to 39 who are the most likely to exhibit road rage behaviors. And how common is this? It's all too common. We're finding also that there are states, some of them are the absolute worst with road rage cases. Your state, maybe my state, may be absolutely terrible with, with road rage. But some of these states add the road rage cases with a firearm. The number one state to do that is the state of Florida. It has the most cases for road rage involving a firearm. Close second is Texas. California is a distant third. Tennessee moving in at fourth. And then you have Pennsylvania. Within each state, certain cities and metropolises are more susceptible to road rage with firearms than others. Los Angeles, New York City, Miami, Phoenix, and Tampa are the leading cities for road rage with a gun. What circumstances make road rage more likely? Well, we found in areas of traffic congestion, 
Long commutes and congested roads can lead to heightened frustration and impatience among drivers. Stress and lifestyle. Modern life can be stressful. We all know that. And this stress can carry over into our driving behavior. And some people just have competitiveness. They got to be that me first type of person. If you're not first, you're last. So they might cut you off just to get into a lane first or to get off an exit before you. See, the way we are in our personal life can extend to our driving behavior. We need to be cautious of that. There's a total disregard for traffic rules many times. Some drivers, frankly, don't follow the rules, which can lead to dangerous situations and then provoke others on the road. Not that any of us should allow the actions of others to provoke us, but we find this to be the case in many road rage incidents. It's gotten so bad that there's been laws and fines. Texas offers a, a clear definition for its law, defining reckless driving as a willful disregard for the safety of persons or property. A misdemeanor that you could face fines of up to $200 and a maximum of 30 days in jail if found guilty. Let's look at some other states. Delaware. Reckless driving can cost you up to $300 in fines and up to 10 days in jail. We're going to get to the states that don't play. Virginia charges up to $2,500 in penalties. Oregon. Penalties run as high as $6,200. Drivers found guilty of reckless driving in Washington could face as much as $5,000 and up to a year in jail. Massachusetts has the juvenile operator law known as the state courts against road rage, which requires teen drivers and certain offenders to complete a driver improvement course. Yes, it's gotten that bad in the United States. Road rage is everywhere. But there are some things that we can do when driving to just help ensure that we're not the next victim. Yes, when driving, we want to be sure to abide by the rules of the road at all times. Let's be courteous to our fellow drivers. Let's keep a safe distance between us and other vehicles on the road. Do something that often in my state I don't see happen, and let's use our turn signals to communicate our intentions. Let's give room for other drivers to merge. I know this is hard for New Yorkers, but avoid using your horn. If unavoidable, use a short honk rather than a long one or repeated honks. Let's refrain from hand gestures or offensive inflammatory language. See, that gets something started. Let's practice patience, people. Oftentimes, that's all we got to be. We can just be patient, regardless of whether we're at an intersection, in traffic, waiting for a parking spot, what have you. And let's refrain from using our high beams unless it's necessary to see. So what do we do if we're in a road rage situation? Well, let's not inflame the situation. Let's not engage the other driver or return gestures or remarks made at us. Let's frankly avoid eye contact 
Make sure to keep our seatbelts buckled in case of unexpected braking. If someone is following you as the result of a road rage situation, avoid going to your home. Try to pull into a police station, fire station, or another heavily populated area. When you safely reach your destination, call 911. If possible, give them a place, a time, location, date, license plate, whatever information you can provide, write it down so that there could be a fully detailed report of the incident. With all of that being said, when we get to the point that we've got states and cities known for their road rage with guns, when we've got 60% of drivers admitting that they feel unsafe on the road, they're threatened by unsafe drivers out there. When we've got 30 deaths, as mentioned, they're even calling them murders, and 1,800 injuries per year caused by road rage, we have to ask ourselves, how did we get here? Our special interest segment will be photography. That'll be our topic today. And it's an excellent hobby that allows many to capture and express their creativity through visual storytelling. Now, we see much of that today. Our millennials are almost professional photographers. It's hard to turn on social media and not see your your phone or your device, your laptop or your, your tablet flooded with pictures. Whether that's pictures of individuals, pictures of time and space, land, or maybe it's a picture of food. And it doesn't matter whether you're using a professional camera, a smartphone, what have you. Photography can be a rewarding and enjoyable pastime. Some reasons that make it a great hobby is such as creativity. See, photography is an art form that lets you explore your creative side. You can experiment with different lighting, compositions, angles, subjects, and create your own captivating images. It's also a way of self-expression. Through your photos, you can convey emotions and ideas, perspectives that are meaningful to you. I have a friend of mine named Owen who uses photography as an art form. He literally takes pictures on the street. He has street photography. It's some of the most beautiful work that you can see. And we'll ask him if we can post some of his work on our social media pages because you need to see his self-expression. He has a way of making the streets and people look absolutely beautiful in so many ways. It could be black and white, color. He uses different lighting. Beautiful work. I think you'll find it a treasure. So we'll talk to him about putting that on our social media page. Also, it can be a stress relief for many. When you're focusing and capturing on images, it helps you stay in the present, stay in the moment. And 
then even temporarily, you can forget about the everyday stresses. Helps you to explore. The beautiful thing about photography is that you begin to smell the roses. You start noticing details and beauty in places maybe you didn't even appreciate before. It also allows you to preserve your memories. You know, one of the most precious things that my mother did was keep photo albums. Now, they were meaningless to me when I was young. But now going back and looking at those items, it just brings back so much thought and nostalgia. It's like a visual diary. I really appreciate that. I'm sure I don't stand alone. Many of us love our pictures because they bring back memories of a certain time or day or, or people that we miss. Not only is it a social hobby, but we can find ourselves, if we're photographers, connecting with others on an intimate level. Some of us will begin taking pictures together or maybe we'll join groups and share our work online so that we can connect with other enthusiasts and learn from one another, gain inspiration. It's a never ending learning process as well. So that keeps our minds fresh. That's another reason to see photography as a hobby. As we progress, we'll find new techniques, we'll buy new equipment, We'll use different styles to enhance our skills. Another beautiful thing about photography is that it allows us to be adaptable. We can pursue our art in various settings, genres, landscape, portrait, street life, wildlife. Many more things can help us to be versatile and adapt our photography to suit the interests and preferences of our own. You know what it helps many to do? It motivates them to get outside their house. Also, to get outside their city. Some have even gotten outside of the country because it's motivated them to explore new places, seek out new opportunities for stunning shots in different places that they may have never ventured to before. And lastly, if you're into technology, photography offers an avenue to explore and experiment with different cameras, lenses, editing software. There's so much out there. So we have to remember that, like anything else, like any other hobby, it's a, a personal journey. There's no rules. There's none of that. A, a hobby is not supposed to have rules. What it will help us to do is embrace our style. We'll begin to learn from others. And most importantly, enjoy the process of capturing moments and sharing our vision with the world. If there's any one thing that I love about social media, it's just that. One's sharing their vision through photography with the world. So let's get out there. Let's pick up our cameras and let's meet each other in a provoking spot that we can both find exciting and post our beautiful pictures online tomorrow. This is the happy part of our day. We get to our sunflower message. And today is taken from the singer Monica, still standing. 
Mama always told me, baby, you got to walk by faith and not by sight. Real talk, you got to listen. Oh, listen to me now. I'm going to say it loud so you won't be confused by what we're talking about. I've been through the storm, had dirt on my name. I'm still holding on, champion of the game. Whatever don't kill you, make you stronger. Well, I must be the world's strongest woman. See, I done done a whole lot of growing. Everything you say, I'm already knowing. Because I've been up against the ropes. Everything you going through, I've been there before. Seen them all come, and I seen them all go. You can bet your last that my head won't hit the floor. Never. I'm still standing. Standing, standing, standing. I'm still standing. I had a lover take his own in front of me. I asked God, why is this happening to me? But I didn't fold. I held my own. And now I'm deep in love with who I belong. They say with age comes wisdom and the white flag I can't give them. Trying to tell you how it's supposed to be. See, this is more than just a song to me. I've been up against the ropes. Everything you're going through, I've been there before. Seen them all come. I've seen them all go. You can bet your last that my hair won't hit the floor. Never. I'm still standing. Standing standing. Now we need that from time to time because we go through life's changes and sometimes things happen to us so rapidly and so fast. It's hard to not hit our head up against the floor, but she reminds us we need to keep standing. On Cash App at Live Laugh Talk, dollar sign Live Laugh Talk we should say, and on Twitter at Live Laugh Talker, you can donate to support our podcast. And on Spotify, just press the dollar sign. Any and everything is appreciated. Also remember to rate us your highest score on your podcast platform. If it's a five, give us a five. If it's a 10, give us a 10, but don't give us a five on a 10. We need the highest score you can give. Also tell your friends about us, tell your family, and tell your colleagues about us as well because we need your support. We need you in donations, we need you in a rating, and we also need you to tell others so that we can make this thing grow. This is James and George's Baby Boy signing off. And as you know, I can't wait to talk with you again soon.